captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back to New Girl, Old Guy for Season 4, Episode 9, Thanksgiving 4. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher and I am here. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm usually better on my feet that I am when I introduce you. It's the only time I clam up. Akiva Winnegar. It's very nice you say Winnegar, but really we all know it's Wienerker. <laughs> Wienerker? That yeah. doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> no, it does not. <laughs> um, Kiwi, how son... did you not guess that it would be Bangsgiving? I, how was I, How would I know about Bangsgiving? <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, your son, speak of your son, what? Um, he... Uh, he said this week he was going to call his friend, whose last name is Friedman, uh, Fartman. He's like, oh, I'm going to the Fartman's house. And my wife was like, that's not nice. Don't don't say that. He's, she's like, how would you like if somebody just started calling you Wiener? Wiener, Wiener. Like, I'm going to Wiener's house. And he wa- he's like, okay. And he walks away and he yells, wait, what's Wiener? <laughs> <laughs> Did you explain? It was Mara's problem. She it was her example. I don't know. <laughs> it's always Mara's problem. Yeah, that is true. Wow, that's cute. Uh Fartman, not that clever. No, listen, he's five. <laughs> uh, but we're here to talk about Thanksgiving or Bangsgiving originally aired. Oh, you know what? I didn't check. November eighth, eighteenth plus seven. Wow, I always check. And there were so many IMD bags we need to do. I can't believe I dropped the ball here. Oh. Um, originally aired this episode November 25th, 2014. You think I could have guessed that? Um, I, I'll say it right now. I think my favorite Thanksgiving episode of the four. Okay. And there's not a fifth, you're saying? No, of the current four. Like, ah, out okay. of the four we've seen. I didn't know if there was a fifth. To be honest with you, I cannot remember right now. There's so it's really not me projecting. I mean, there could be as many as six or seven, I think, right? So I mean, maybe they TBD. jump ahead. They could have one season where they do five years in one season. There are five episodes. Mm-hmm. It's all Thanksgiving episodes. It's like Treehouse of Horror years. for The Simpsons. That I don't get, but uh, you don't get. I mean, listen, I'm not a big Simpsons guy at all. But you don't know that The Simpsons, for the last, like, 35 years, has done a Halloween episode called Treehouse of Horror? I like that you whispered it. I'm you're like a, a, you're like a TV historian, I thought. You know what's so nice? You always say that, but really, I don't know anything. I know a lot about what Tra- I know you're about. You're a trash then, TV historian, I guess. Right. I know a lot about of what I know a lot about. But I don't know. I'm a, you know, people say, like, I'm an inch deep and a mile wide. I'm a mile mm-hmm. deep and an inch wide. Mile deep and an inch wide. Okay. Fair enough. And I, I only, I pick my spots. Like, I don't show You're up like to talk about You're like a crater in the ground, basically. <laughs> I don't show up to talk about things I don't know about. I'm like oh, a sinkhole. Yeah. Okay, a that's small fair. contained one. What do you think is the thing you know the least about? That, like, people, things that people know, not, like, something that doesn't people don't know. I mean, everything. Languages? Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> that's, no, like, what, something that, like, it's, like, common knowledge to most people, but you don't know about. I, how do I know what I don't know? 
Well, I, I think mine is science. I think I know very little about science. Okay, you think that science is more common knowledge than languages? Like, I think that has certain expertise. Like, there but what does that mean, are... languages? Like, that you only speak one language? I think most people, like, probably most Americans speak one language. I also am, like, horrific at, like, accents. Like, when I try to read in French or I just don't know a lot about language. Okay. I barely speak English. If you had to learn a second language, what would you learn? Like Duolingo. Well, I've got a baseline in French. I took like eight years of French. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I You're do agree. Say we. You know, do you know this that uh Rob and I Rob, do you know Muzzy? Muzzy? Muzzy was like a, a cartoon character, like language app teacher, and there were commercials all the time growing up about like order this like muzzy like program and your kid'll learn languages no and it was always in french and it is my best celebrity impersonation and i mentioned it because it? muzzy uh, yeah well you'd think a guy named muzzy was referenced on survivor when i was on with rob and i mentioned the same tidbit and he just glossed over it so i assume he didn't know what i was talking about or he would have asked me to do it could be a generational <laughs> maybe it started after we were you know older well, I'll play it. I'll do the impression, and then I'll play it in post if I think it's good enough. Otherwise, I'll cut the whole thing out. Allie from the editing room. I did not think it was good enough. Don't at me. Je suis la jolie. And then the woman goes, yes, that's French they're speaking. And no, those children are not French. They're American. Yes, that's French they're speaking. And no, these children aren't French. They're American. And they've Something like that. Is he like a green cartoon? He's like a monkey. Allie from the editing room. According to Wikipedia, Muzzy is a furry, greenish-blue, extraterrestrial. Apologies to Muzzy and family. Back to the show. Like a big fuzzy guy. Yeah. I, I, I'd like to hear that in post. I'll listen to this, so I want to hear how close okay. it is. <laughs> Tell me if I should edit this out. No one knows him. Uh... My ex-boyfriend, actually, his high school friends called him Muzzy and Muzz, and he hated it. And I was like, I do an incredible Muzzy, and I think that might be why we broke up. He broke up with you? That's fair. <laughs> um, it's an interesting question, what's the thing you know the least about? Maybe the better question is, like, what do people assume you know about, but you don't? Assume, yeah, that's fair. Is that like but I don't think anybody like assumes people... I know science. Right, that's what I mean. Like, because well, like, there's so we don't know anything about anything when you like put it that you way. You probably assume like we're big drivers, but we're not. What about like? Well, I don't want to get into this. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now I want to know what it was. Oh, I'll cut it out. I'm already gonna have six minutes in. I'm gonna have to edit the whole like ninety percent of this first conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say like, do people go to you as like an expert on like the Middle East or like you know do people think you know a lot about? certain I don't things think so. because you live there no i don't think so i think everyone has their own opinions you know see i feel like i would assume you know a lot about it yeah, but i don't think you ask what people assume i'm going to say no nobody assumes that well let's I say people assume people... do you know <laughs> i think so but i think most people like wouldn't wouldn't like ask my expertise i've asked you before yeah i guess some people do that's true some people do <laughs> okay um Maybe mine. Maybe we just had mine the whole time. TV shows that I don't watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you never watch The Sopranos. Well, I watched one episode of it. You never watch Breaking Bad. And I actually really liked it. What did you call Breaking Bad the other week? It was incredible. <laughs> You're so 
so hung up on that. When I was editing the show back, I was like, you were so shook by that. I read like teacher who cooks math or something. And you've never and you've never seen The Wire, right? No. So that I mean, basically the Matt Rushmore of TV you haven't seen. I mean, if you're the one carving the mountain, no, I think I'm that's the like the, the chisel. Time out. I think that's like the ge- <laughs> Chester back me up here. He goes time out. That's like the generally accepted. If there was like a poll online, I think that's like. Yeah, but I said, okay, if society's carving the mountain, but I've got the chisel and I'm putting my people up there. Okay, so it's like Jersey Shore. What's your Mount Rushmore? (laughs) My Mount Rushmore TV is Seinfeld for sure, number one. Yeah, Yeah, no, that that might be on the regular one, but. I think, think like, Jerry's up there. I think I put Nathan Fiedler up there Mm -hmm. for his projects. Um... I mean, oh, both I mean, of them. I don't think it, you could put up both. Pro- like, I think it's got to be Nathan for you, or no? I'm putting the person up there. Okay, fine. Because I actually think neither of them go up there on their own. Yeah, of course. So I put up Nathan Fielder. I put up Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, it's so funny because we sort of this is how we started this project, isn't it? That you were collecting the Mount Rushmore of TV for Renap, and I mentioned New Girl, and you were like, "I've not watched New Girl," mm-hmm. and that's why we're here. Yeah, that's our our, our uh, hero origin story. But now that I've done such a close examination of New Girl, like I've got to get through this project, take some time off, and then come back to New Girl and see if it still holds up. But mm-hmm. I feel like the close examination has harmed. All right, Survivor, Seinfeld, um, Nathan Fielder. You know, I'm pushing the claim that Party Down is better than The Office. After season two, I gotta say, I don't really feel that strongly about it. Season two of Party Down. How many seasons are there? Yeah. Three? Just two. When's the third one coming out? 2023. I, uh, and, and so I, your other one, yeah, The Office is overrated. Uh, that's uh, not a hot take at this point, but. But it's not that it's overrated. It's that I think Party Down saying that Party Down is better, I think, is a hot take. Yeah, that probably, because I don't think anybody's anything in Party Down right now. Were you going to say something else? Well, no. The, you know, there's a big thing on and people say, like, a stereotype, like, on dating apps. Like, yeah, I like The Office. I like uh, sarcasm or whatever. Like, dogs. Yeah, movies. you're so plugged into the dating apps. That's what I see on, on, on Twitter and stuff. Is there, but it's it's always a male complaint about women saying it. Is there the opposite? Which is, like, do you see men talking about The Office on dating apps? Sorry, I'm stretching out. Yeah. Men talk about the same bullshit. I feel like guys have been getting like a lot more earnest. Like I'm looking for like someone who's emotionally intelligent and like blah 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 blah. blah. And then the girls are like margaritas because like if I put some of the stuff guys have on dating apps, I'd be sent to jail immediately. Ah, so it's the opposite. It's like men get more emo and women are are trying to act cool. Yeah, women are trying to act cool and men are trying to act emotionally available when we all know Mm -hmm. it's the reverse. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Some questions for you, Kiwi. Yes. If you'll have them, old business. Oh, I'll have them. Okay. Uh, well, first, I want to flag this, both from producer Kelly. Uh, Kelly asked for the episode last week, uh, is Kiwi Schmidt, you just covered on Wieneker, I hardly know her, that Kiwi has never done laundry either. Now, the reason I raise this is, Kelly, are you listening to Renap? Are you okay? Do we know that Kelly has been listening to Renap? I don't think she is. She just said you covered. Yeah, but on she's Wienicum. an alley completist, so you were on the episode. Of course, she's going to listen. I don't know. I have a lot to. I'm worried. If she about starts Kelly. talking about like random season three, episode sevens, then we'll maybe have a. Then a the world will her. shut down. Mm-hmm. All right. 
then Kelly rightfully raises, and we talked about this, but I wanted to pull it out because she pulls up really good examples here. Did the writer of this episode, meaning last episode, ever watch New Girl before? Schmidt famously has OCD and does all the cleaning in the loft. There was even an episode season one that referred to him doing Nick's laundry and another where he chastised Nick for using his towel because Nick never washed it. So just to put a final bow on last week. Yeah, it's always a concern with mine with all shows. Like, it's a different writing staff, probably almost completely, than in season one. And they do they make them watch every episode of the first three seasons? I bet they don't. They should, but I bet they don't. So, Who are the two people that would, you think, that would watch the back episodes before they came on to prepare? Uh, Lizzie Mer- Merriweather, but she's already there. Probably not. You're going to Reg- say me and Mike Bloom. Yeah, probably not like <laughs> Regis's. Probably not uh, Regis's uh, daughter. I feel like you know. She's You're going to talk ill of Regis? I like the Reg man. I mean, whose team? Whose team are you on? Are you on team? Are you on team Reg or are you on? Are you on team Rippa? No team. I'm on. I, I I like both of them, but if I had to pick a team, I'm pretty nooch. Like I don't really think about either of them at all. You don't think about them at all. Do you? How often do you think about Regis Philbin? I'd say once a week I think about Regis. It's like Sunday, once a week Monday. You think about Regis. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Regis. Thursday. <laughs> Wednesday's my big Wait. Regis day. <laughs> and how often do you think about Ripa? R- almost never. Sometimes I think about her like, oh, she's very short and her husband's short. I don't know if as a short person it's like makes me feel better when people are shorter. But I just know, I feel like I know how tall everybody is. Not like Jared Jerome style. <laughs> Recently, um, I saw a clip that Kelly Ripa allegedly found out that her son was in People's Sexiest Man Alive by reading the magazine. She was like, you think he would have told us? Seems like a lie for many reasons. <laughs> but like, here's the question. Why would they lie? Like, why wouldn't she just, like, be like, look, my son's in this magazine. People are, little, like, celebrities are big liars. That's number one. Number two, she just reads, like, every hardcover of People magazine every week seems insane. Number three, is her son famous? Like, what does he do? I think part of the gag was, like, they had an old picture of her husband who I think was, like, you know, hot. And they were, like, nepotism hottie, you know? Yeah, I mean, she had As opposed to, to a certified hottie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate I hate nepotism. Don't let our sons and daughters have podcasts. You know, they got to earn it. They got to go out there and become first assistant podcasters. You know. Yeah, just like you did. Really work your way up in the ranks. Work your way up the ranks. Also, you've given your son, you've given him a nepo slot on our podcast. That's true. That is. He had true. he had a very talented musician, JCR, compose him a song. You think he's doing that if he's not your kid? It's a good point. I never thought about that. You're already a cog in the nepotism wheel. It's you might true. as well get used oh, to it. Oh shoot, you got me. Part of the problem. Kelly Ripa's a big fan of the Eagles. I had her as okay. a New Yorker, really. You knew she was an Eagles fan? No, of course not. What do I care though? She doesn't scream New Yorker to me. She screams, you... "I'm from out of town." No, she does not scream that. Anyway, yes, she's she from... does. She does not scream, "Born and raised New Yorker." Are you kidding me? I'm gonna guess she's you don't know. She's from Jersey. I'm gonna guess you've ne- you you're not familiar with the city she's from. 
Which city? Berlin. No. Yep. Knew it. <laughs> no. <laughs> so she's Voorhees Township. You know Jason Voorhees Township? <laughs> no. Camden County. By the way, I said no. It is a reference to like it being German and you know, but not. I don't know anything about the town. I don't want to be like. Maybe it's not a. Feel nice like it's like Cherry Hillish, like very south. That's why she's ah. That's why she's an Eagles fan. She's from South Jersey. He put okay. it together. There we go. Okay, here's another question. Last old mm-hmm. business before we get to the digest. Um, do you recall the two people who are speaking at the New Jersey teachers yeah. convention? That- Somebody asked me. What, well, one of them me? I'd never heard of. I never knew his name at any point. <laughs> right. Do you remember? But he was a reality that? show guy. Which show? Which one of two shows that he won? Like Joe Millionaire or something. <laughs> no. Remember, they were like a ta- talent-based competitions, like Oh, America's Next Top Model. There you go. And what was the the other one? I didn't remember even when they asked. That was like really <laughs> bothering me. I was like, I'm gonna make Allie proud to remember it. And I, <laughs> I like racked my noodle and I couldn't think of it. All right. Well, it? looks like your noodle's rigatoni. It's got a big hole in it. Um, mm-hmm. It was Niall DeMarco from Dancing with the Stars and America's yeah. Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. And um, oh no, no, I forget <laughs> the guy from Reading Rainbow. Oh, okay. What's his name? LeVar Burton. Yeah, I I I flew too. I would not have come up with it. I forgot that it was LeVar. I was thinking something someone small time, more more small time than LeVar. All right. Well, Keith, there's nothing small time about this episode. Could you get to the digest for us, please? Uh, yes. Thanksgiving four, pretty straightforward. Uh, well, I guess less. You know, usually we're sitting down, we're having a meal, high drinks are happening. Here we barely get to the Thanksgiving. It is all five. Everyone in the gang is single. And Schmidt has decided it will not be Thanksgiving. It, pardon for, for this. It will be Bangsgiving. And everyone has to find a sort of like trap somebody in the, in the loft. And um, stooping must occur by the end of the night. It's mandatory. Does anyone use stupping seriously? <laughs> no, I don't. Now they do. We're br- we're bringing stupping back. <laughs> That's what Justin Timberlake, Jewish Justin Timberlake, said. Um, um it's funny yeah. that you say that because I think it's I think Winston tells us it's more of a gray area than a trapping. Yeah, it is a gray area. <laughs> now, will it surprise you to know that I thought this is a great idea? Not. You know, not necessarily for Thanksgiving and not the way it happened, but I like the concept of if you have like a friend group of doing a secret Santa style, bring a date, swap yeah, a rooney. Yeah, forgetting about the sleeping and whatever. I agree. This is a very alley thing. Everyone has to do this. I agree. I, I, I Wait, thought of what? that even watching the show. <laughs> that's, that's the I think it's your type of like, you like, you would like this as a bit. If you came up with it, you'd think it was a funny bit. I I would like my friend to have to set me up with someone. That's what I'm saying. I think you'd I think you would you would be all for this. If your friend group did it, you'd be in. Should I have and the listeners might... set me up? No. <laughs> for their friend's sake or for my sake? No, I just think um I feel like we've we I've tried it. People have tried it. You've not Wait, what do you Oh, you mean setting people up on podcasts? Yeah, I've tried setting people up. It didn't go well. It didn't not go well. I guess. You didn't I get mean, any I, credits in heaven. I but... monetized it, so I guess it went well for me. Did they pay you? No, I didn't really monetize it. 
<laughs> what would you charge for your services? Um, so my sister got set up uh, with her husband. Yeah, but it's different in your community. Yeah, I'm trying to think what it is. I think I think there's not like a fee. I think you buy like a very nice if they get married. Some of them you don't you don't give anything unless it's successful. In which case they're working on contingency. Yeah, basically, because <laughs> they're doing it as like a charity. But if they get married, it's like all right, you give them a. It's a charity matchmaking. Not literally a charity, but it's like a like a not think about it as like a nonprofit. Allie from the editing room, why do I get the feeling that all the moos are about to hit me up and tell me that Akiva is completely wrong about this? Going out on a limb, maybe he's right, but I, I feel like uh, my DMs are about to get lit up uh, with moos. <laughs> I, I was doing the wrong mitzvah project for my bat mitzvah. Why couldn't I just be setting up 13 Imagine, By the way, 12-year-old matchmaker is a good shtick. That could be like a good TV show. We, we should write that. Scripted or unscripted? If we find the right kid, I, we could do it. But other than that, I, I think I'll it, tell you right now, I know the right kid. And you know she's the right kid. living under your roof. You think you think Adira is going to be? What about if he's Yosef? And it was like, <laughs> no, no. Do you, I like, think... do you like the Hulk? I like the Hulk. Then we should get married. <laughs> it's, it's not setting him up. Yeah, he would end up like marrying her. Like, he would, he would end up. All right, well, I don't love the way that's going, but I think Adira has the moxie. She's mm -hmm. got the sass. She's got the charisma. She's got the wits, the intelligence. She's got the makings of our 12-year-old, uh, what's it called, Yenta. Yeah, fair enough. And then, you know, her crack team of three kids and a baby working on it with her. Um, I like it. I'll ask Adira if she's interested. Well, let's start with Mara. She, you need to ask her parents. She always first. she she does when she's trying to like upset her parents, she, like or like scare them into the fact that she'll start dating at some point. She'll say like, "Don't worry, I have really high standards. It'll be very hard for me to find a guy." Well, I've already told you that's true. You need to you need to stop. She, then she lists so, like twenty uh, qualities. Strong that they need and to independent. Have. <laughs> she'll list like twenty qualities they need to have. None of which I will repeat now on the podcast, but maybe one day. Let's she'll give us one. Say. Um, I think they need to be able to, uh, no, I can't even say that one. <laughs> what is it? If she's telling um, her parents. Hold on. Um, I'm trying to think of one that wasn't completely insane. Um, I think she said six, three or above. I'll, I'll give that one. Allie from the editing room. We're working overtime today. Uh, Akiva sent me a voice note of Adira listing off her standards and told me it could not be played on the podcast and despite the fact that Akiva will not listen to this I have to honor that uh, but I will tell you that not only did she say six three or above but she said at the current age they're at five nine back to the show six three or above mm -hmm. I mean is she intending to continue to live yeah, a MOA yeah. lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> It's a good question. Or is this the soft? Is this the the rollout, the no. soft launch of? Uh, I'm now renouncing all of my beliefs. Yeah, six three or above was definitely on there. How does she even know that concept? Like, has she ever seen someone who's six three? I don't. <laughs> you live in an insular community. I know. I don't know. I don't know where she gets this stuff from. I don't know where. I, but anytime we mention a show, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm on season seven of that." So, could be from TV. <laughs> 
All right. Well, keep an eye out for this, the show we're working on. Um, before we get really into the, the shenanigans of Thanksgiving, um, Producer Kelly, let's get into the spirit a little bit. Producer Kelly says, what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks? Any favorite Thanksgiving traditions slash foods you're looking forward to? I know you don't observe Halloween, and I feel like we might have talked about this, but you doing anything for Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, we definitely talked about Thanksgiving before because it's the fourth episode of Thanksgiving television we've talked about. Um, well, Kelly specifically asked about this Thanksgiving. I know, I I know, I know. Um, yes, we go to the same friends' house every year. A couple other friends come too. The kids watch the parade and they watch the dog show and then the Lions game. Uh, remember, it's different here because we're seven hours ahead, so th- we do it at night, and it really doesn't start until like six or six thirty. We we do like a pretty late Thanksgiving to coincide with like at least a little football and stuff on TV, and uh, but it's very fun. It's a nice tradition. I think there's a World Cup on this year too, so maybe we'll have to have dueling screens. But uh, to you know, very classic Thanksgiving. All the turkey and all the all the usual suspects are there. Everything. So, All right. Very a very American Thanksgiving. What about you? Uh, we are hosting our first Thanksgiving hosting since uh, my dad shuffled off. So I think I tried to say that in the worst, least offensive way, and I think I chose the worst way to say. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we are resuming Thanksgiving at our house. Uh, my nephew will be one like four days after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. He eats real food now, although he's got no teeth, so it drops right out of his mouth. Probably Adam, not a big turkey you... guy, to be fair. Well, he no, he can eat it in little bites. He eats chicken. Okay. Uh, I sent you a video. Brody's, yeah. uh, Brody, more or less, his first word is touchdown. Very impressive. That, wasn't that cute? Did you actually watch at the end? But he's a Jets fan, right? Yeah, so he'll never So his be first word it. should be like fumble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like cursing out Zach Wilson. But yeah, it was very cute. You could actually uh, make it out. Had you, I wonder, had you not told me what he was saying, like send it to someone who you haven't told and see if they could see. Because I could like swear I heard the word touchdown in there, you know? Well, he's saying it. I mean, you said uh, you speak baby, so you're probably yeah. more like sensitive Yeah, I am to very, it. I feel like with some of my kids, like we were the only people who could understand them, maybe even still, you know? Yeah, well, sometimes Yosef, or especially back in the day, Yosef uh, would say something on the banana minute, and you would respond. I'd be like, how the hell did you understand? Well, I do, yeah, what I do sometimes for the banana minute is, especially he's, like, running away or whatever, I'll repeat what he said, usually. It's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it'll be exciting. Yeah, Brody, for, since the audio medium, when you say touchdown, he'll lift it. They taught him to, like, lift his arms over his head like a ref. So my sister and brother, I don't listen. So for his birthday, my mom and I like got him a high chair, a new high chair, actually. But for I got him a little ref outfit because <laughs> I just think it'll be so funny if he's wearing a little referee onesie. That is very funny. And I feel like Thanksgiving often could use a referee. Get some family arguments, fights, whatever. He could be the ref. Well, I don't know that he's going to wear it on Thanksgiving, but that'll be cute if he would. He should, wear it on he should have been it for Halloween. Just in case there's like a family argument. He was a karate kid for Halloween. He should have been a ref. There's always part anyway, There's always for him. Yeah, Rob, I feel like you were I listened to an episode of Renap and Rob like wasn't grasping that you you weren't explaining to him that you don't celebrate Halloween. I thought he knew that. I don't know, because he was like, You have a good Halloween. You were like, No, whatever. Like, I don't care about <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, I don't. And he no was offense. like, Oh, okay. Um, all right. 
here's something that's like puts us in a weird moment in time when he's wearing the pilgrim hat and she says you look like a jewish pharrell i've got to say i thought the pharrell hat was way later in history than this so it was like disorienting that is funny yeah I, that, that did seem like a more modern reference i hear what you're saying um but all right so as you described it's the last chance for sex before winter according to schmidt and uh everyone's gonna get on board for secret santa um i i can so relate to nick being like i want to say who i picked so bad um you don't do secret santa actually so maybe you can't but i'm very familiar with the concept here i will say a better commissioner would never let somebody get themselves like there has to be a system where someone can't get themselves well you're supposed to self-report and then redraw oh he didn't do it here no you mean in secret santa no i'm saying in this episode it's unforgivable that somebody could get themselves. Yeah, I mean, this happened also in the office, too. Who got themselves? Stanley? Uh, no. Um, one second, sorry. Um, no, he tried to... Uh, uh, Kevin gets himself and... Or, bring, ah. or he takes his own gift. They end up doing a switcheroo and he, like, oh, bring, in leaves the, his in, in one of the first episodes, yeah. You sound... Wow, you sound like an Office Super fan. I don't know. It's one of the first episodes. Sound like somebody... No, because yeah, it's... Pre- that's with the teapot. That's not one of the first episodes. That's, like, Jim and Pam making moves. All right. Off, I thought well, Office Secret Santa's at the very beginning. I don't know. No, it's 113th. All right, same thing. I was like, what? Because Ryan's that this one, Ryan is there, and he's obsessed with him. He brings the iPod, blah, blah, blah. That show really falls off. All right. So, <laughs> um, all right, let's review the daters, shall we? So Jess mm-hmm. brings in Pearl for Winston. Pearl, uh, very familiar face. She is played by Allison... Uh, Becker, you know her? I don't. I don't know Allison. Becker. You gotta recognize the face. I recognize the face, but I don't. know She's her like in much. other stuff. Well, how else would I recognize the face if she wasn't in other stuff? Uh, let's see. Let's do a little IMDb bags. Oh yeah, she's Shauna Malway Tweep in Parks and Rec, ah, like a okay, reoccurring like Pawnee writer. Mm-hmm. She has one. Her her known for is Curb, Parks and Rec, a VH1 Top 20 Video Countdown, and the other guys. Uh, so her mm. one-time appearance in Curb is her most known more. I, I know her as Shauna Malway Tweep. That's where I know her from. Actually, uh, a- Allison, the, the, the goalkeeper for Brazil at the upcoming World Cup, is, his last name is Becker. Allison Becker is his real name, but Brazilian soccer players often only go by one name. His name is Allison? Yeah. His first name is Allison. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So Winston's you should get an Allison jersey, actually. Like... That's not a bad idea. It says Allison on the last on the back. Yeah, his his yeah he's called he's only known as Allison. Allison. Wait, let me look this up. Hold on. Is it two? I'll L's? be honest with you, not a bad looking guy either. Is it? It's it's Whoa. one L two S's. I oh, told that's you, right? terrible. One L two S's. I don't like that as much. Yeah, it's a funny Allison. story though. Let's see. Oh, it's purple. No, it says A. Becker on the back. Oh, he's usually called Allison. Talete's jersey. His brother's name is Muriel. According to Wikipedia, like Allison, Muriel also has a traditionally feminine name. 
hot. Love it. Okay. His wife's a doctor. Um, all right. So I didn't really like this Winston storyline where he's got like lunch lady trauma, except that I like that it gives Nick an excuse to say, do sex to the lunch lady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it went nowhere. It was like, what should, what should his girlfriend be? All right, she's a lunch lady. Winston brings Pepper from the police academy for Coach, who is extremely fit, lifts a keg. Uh, he's got some concerns that she may, quote, mush his junk. Um, I liked Pepper for Coach. Yeah, Pepper was fine. I like I like Pepper a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, if we could rank the 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 girlfriend slash boyfriends at the end, she'll be up. Okay, there. Pepper played by Alex Marshall Brown. All right, and then we have um, Schmidt, who's going to be bringing Jeff with a G, so you know he's got money. Mm-hmm. Uh, for CC, but a wild peacock is on the loose and is holding up traffic. Were you surprised when Jeff does ultimately make it there, played by Adam mm-hmm. Huber? I think here's the thing: if Jeff is never going to come, then it's not mentioned because they keep mentioning that Jeff's never coming. He has to come. It's, it's got to be the yeah. reverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Nick brings Tran. <laughs> I love that Very we saw funny. Tran again. Yeah. Um, yeah is, is this the first time then, we've seen Tran outside of the bench? We, he's been in the pool. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that episode. Good point. Um, CC brought Lucy by request, which I think is cheating if you tell the person yes. who to bring. Yeah. Again, um, and we find out that barely followed here. Very fair. Nick dated her three years ago for two and a half months. Where do you fall here? Does uh, Schmidt, does Nick have a claim or no claim? To cheating? No, no. Is it bro code? Is it a bro code violation? Yeah, it's a bro code violation. Yeah, your friend's, your best friend's ex-girlfriend? Yeah, bro code. Is it an ex-girlfriend two and a half months of dating? I think so, yes. Does he still like her? Does he still like her? Have we heard about her in the years we've known him? I don't know. Riddle me this. What do you think about the 1,000 showers? Does 1,000 showers clear the claim or no? Does 1,000 showers... I like that Nick was like, if you think I've showered 1,000 times. Would you like to know how many times you've showered in your life? Like, if that was a stat available, would you be interested? I think it would be a shockingly low number to most oh, people. Oh, no. Oh, for most people? <laughs> no. Well, three years ago, if they three years is what? A thousand something days? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, okay. So, it's a thousand showers. You shower every day? Yeah. I mean, when I wasn't going to work, I wasn't necessarily showering every day. But, yeah, I go into, I go into an office and meeting. What's the longest you've ever been? Without a shower? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I had COVID. I was living alone for a while. I'm not judging you. I'm saying what's the longest. It could be you had a cast on your leg and couldn't shower. I have to ask Mara. Oh, I did have a cast. Oh, you know what? That's probably then. When I broke my (laughs) foot. I bet when I broke my foot. Because I wasn't going anywhere and I couldn't take the cast off. Probably then. Save it for Wienicker. I hardly know her season two. Um, all right. So I like, I like the metric of, did you ever spend more than $65 on her? But by that metric, Nick has probably never had anyone 
that the claim still stands. Right. Um, so they decide uh, that it goes to a vote. Loser gets five grilled cheese sandwiches. I got to say, I think grilled cheese sandwiches have diminishing returns. I don't think I'd want to eat five grilled cheese sandwiches. No, I wouldn't want five either. I think the perfect number of grilled cheese sandwiches, one grilled cheese sandwich. What What would you like to have? Maybe with your... two. Maybe yeah, two. two. Two is fine. What would you like to have two with max. your grilled cheese sandwich? You know what? I'm, I'm really disgusting because I'll just pop raw onions in a grilled cheese and that's my paradise. But if I'm getting fancy with it, like when I used to be at DG and they had a salad bar, I would put lettuce, onions, and raw mushrooms. I know this isn't standard. I'm really going out of the limb. I'm being vulnerable by saying this. I know the answer is tomato soup, tomato. But I'm living my truth today. <laughs> Did I lose you? No, I'm just thinking. Yeah, toma- <laughs> I don't know why tomato soup became like the de facto thing for it. Well, what do you like to put with it? Um, you know what would probably be slam jamma What, what do you think about this? French onion soup, no crouton, no cheese on top, just the soup mm-hmm. with a really like crusty, delicious and grilled dip cheese. It in? They dip it in. Yeah, I'm with. I'm. I'm I think that's me. an improvement on the original. I agree. I agree. I'm in. Because French onion soup we, with, the, with the extra cheese—that's a lot of cheese. You're just double cheesing. Yeah, no, I'm taking that off. I'm just, just give me the soup, and maybe if you want to be cute about you, rest the sandwich on top of the soup. Then it gets the crust. Anyway, no. Side of, like, very crusty, cheesy, delicious grilled cheese. Not, like, American cheese, like, whatever they're putting on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, now I can't think of what they put on that, even though I knew at one point. Um, love that. All right. That was a good idea. Now I'm hungry. I really like it. Okay, and then Coach brings Ryan, which I tried to uh, preview to you last week when you are like, we'll see him after Thanksgiving. And I was mm-hmm. like, will we? Ah, you're right. And this is what I think is brilliant. I love this idea. It, like, works flawlessly. It's not so outrageous that it's forced, and it's just, like, uh, it's the perfect plan. The perfect crime. Here's where I have a problem. This is what I claimed about before. Is I claimed about. What? I talked about before is, like, I like this episode a lot. Upon closer examination for purposes of the podcast, it's like Jess is like very clearly laying down the law and saying, I like you, but I've worked really too hard for this job that I love and I don't want to get in trouble. And like the whole episode is about the like, will there, won't they? Like, will she risk her job for this? And it's like kind of like shitty, but I've got to let that go. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, I, at this point, at this point, just get, Jess, you don't even, you're going to have a new job next week. Like, who cares about this job? She's waiting through this job. It's not really. She worked so hard for this job. What are you talking about? I Sorry, know. Getting a grocery but... delivery. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I know. But uh, to me, it doesn't feel like in character. You know what's funny? Are you kidding me? She worked her ass off for this job. She's like jockeyed to be principal. She's asked for what she wanted. Yeah, but I, I still think she. A couple of just things I wrote down. One, I wrote every day is Thanksgiving for Zoe Deschanel. Whoa. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, see, there we go. I misunderstood. Keep it clean. <laughs> and then two, it's funny that they have to have her character be like, can we just be friends with the person? Like, they have to ever be like very innocent in PG. You know what I mean? Like, her character has to be like not the thirsty one. 
I am unpacking groceries on this podcast. Is have I broken through a new layer of? No, it's better than uh, eating. It's fine. Am I innovating? Mm-hmm. You are. You're. You're. It's multitasking. <laughs> I'm innovating, baby. But did you hear what um, I said? Because it was a great. Yeah, point. I did. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Oh no! Sorry. <laughs> listen to the podcast. Oh, don't torture me! You never listen to me. I edit, and I hear you not listening to me. Mm-hmm. Come on, one more time, Keith. I well, first you heard the Thanksgiving comment because you got it. Right, that was a great joke. And then I said, like, they need to her to be so like virginal and and PG that they had her be like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be uh sleep with the guy. Can we just like be friends with them when they come? You know, they, she has to make that comment. The writers need her to like not be the thirsty one. Maybe. Do you want me to say it a third time? No, no, I hear you. I hear you, but I just like, I mostly believe that she cares about this job and I went on the journey as she was like passionate about it. So it's just like, (sighs) but then she puts on oven mitts and a naked apron and is like, ooh, come and get these biscuits, chap. Uh, Yeah, no, that's why I agree. She has to start out as not being the thirsty one. And then, right, and then she's coming out, out outside of the room naked, basically. I agree. All right, well, they all decide that she's going to just bang. And Felipe says, was it an intentional choice or an oversight to not have Nick in frame at all when the gang votes for whether or not Jess should sleep with Ryan on the roof? We don't see his hand at all when he's the one vote I'd be most curious about. TV. Yeah, so you got to say it again. Sorry. <laughs> um, basically, when they vote for uh, whether or not Jess should have sex with Ryan, they don't show Nick's hand. Do you think that was an oversight? Or oh, interesting. No, I'm sure that was on purpose. I didn't. I didn't catch it, but. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I mean, who knows? We'll see. Uh, Nick's gonna flirt with Cece to get back at Schmidt. I actually think this is a pretty good plan. What I don't think is a great plan is trying to seduce a man with oven mitts on and then tell him that you're just looking to bang one out kind of rough. And yeah. Ryan's such a sweet boy. He gets upset. Um, yeah. Ryan is sweet. I like Ryan. I usually am anti most of Zooey's dates, but I like, Ryan. we're not going to rank Ryan this episode, right? I mean, I thought about it, but I think ultimately I think no, we should, yeah. we should, I mean, you can rank him whenever, but I think the ultimate rank ranking gets like set when he's either gone or the end of the season and they're married. Mm-hmm. But we could add him today or to, or next week and then decide when to shift it. I like Ryan, too. I love Ryan. He's a sweetie. And I just don't believe that it, he's right. Like, it's not really his place to determine that it's complicated, but it would have been worth it because she's got more on the line. Mm-hmm. But um, I do like Nick's play to, like, pretend like he's having sex with Cece, lure her in by saying, I owe you $20, and then be like... Cece, you love this. Getting your money. <laughs> uh, but he storms in pissed, and then he reveals, like, I know he'd never actually do anything. You're on my never list. Um, and then once again, Nick is sort of pr- continuing the process of realizing, with the help of Cece, that he's been going after the wrong women, and it's not making him feel good inside. And, like, he didn't want to just participate in Thanksgiving, and he's afraid to get hurt. So Nick is really on a self-growth journey. I feel like Nick's been on a self growth self growth journey. Self try saying that ten times fast. Self 
I also I think I bit my tongue last night in my sleep. I was telling my wife because <laughs> it's like it feels like I bit it last night. Like I can't it's really self growth journey, self growth journey, self growth journey. I don't think I'm saying it. Growth journey. Mm-hmm. But you were saying that he's been on a self growth journey for how long? Uh, since since the start of the series. Yeah, I agree. Growing and learning, hugging and learning. Mm-hmm. Um. So Winston, then we're going to see how all the couples kind of wrap up. So Winston confesses his past trauma to the lunch lady. And uh, I do like when he serves the food and she's like, good for him. He's like, you don't have a hard job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, funny. <laughs> uh, Nick comments on Jess's butt, breaking my cardinal rule of acknowledging that they've hooked up before while being friends. But it is a funny joke to say it's been holding up nicely. Mm-hmm. And then he helps her sort of come to the same understanding that um, it's not about breaking the rules. Ryan scares you because you'd have to put yourself out there. It's all about putting yourself out there. Well, producer Kelly says America needs for the two of you to take down Jess's trash Ferris Bueller opinion. Please and thank you. Can you be a big Bueller guy? Uh, I'm a medium. I First of all, I hate the Bueller joke. I think it's the worst joke on the internet. Does anybody like this Bueller? Be- like... It's one of the oldest jokes. Are people jokes still on making that joke? I st- old, old, lame people. Not as much as they used to, but I, I just saw it last week. Not funny. Yeah, it's fine. It's just another movie. It's totally fine. I don't think if I show. I wonder if I show it to my kids, but they like it. It's not one of those movies. I usually show my kids '90s movies if I'm showing them an older movie. Anyway, what's your Fer- Ferris Bueller take? I mean, physical comedy is there. Well, that's for um, Mara. I'm a big Ferris Bueller fan. Big okay. Bueller fan. I actually watched Ferris Bueller over the pandemic with Kelly. Um, Ferris Bueller, one of my favorites. Kelly likes I think old I... movies. Kelly likes all movies. No, she's Not like an movies, old movie buff. She is. She's a movie buff. She is. She was a, a grad student instructor in film at Michigan. Oh. Uh, um, but yeah, I love Ferris Bueller. I love the way Nick repurposes the quote here and is like, yes, it's a terrific movie and I delivered it perfectly. Hey, what's that to like about Ferris Bueller? It holds up. I've liked it since I was a kid. Love it. Ten no, it's a good movie. I just don't like the I don't like the memes for it. I do like the concept that Jess sides with Rooney. Like this should be called like Rooney does his job. Like Rooney tries to do his job. I think that's like a funny bit for the show. Yeah, this the, the show's ju- this episode's juggling. Do I mean you like this episode, right? You said this is your favorite. Of I do. I thought it, I think it's. Fun. I think it's a good episode. I do think they're juggling a lot, and I feel like it should have been like a forty. You know how they were used to supersize on NBC, like The Office and whatever? There should have been a supersized episode, I think. Yeah, I would have been fine with it. But I think, like, if we, again, it's so hard to keep saying this, and I think I'd be annoyed as a podcast listener, but, like, if you're just watching the show, you have a different experience than if you're watching for the purpose of the podcast. I think for the purpose of the podcast, it feels like a lot. But if you were, like, just experiencing this as an episode of a sitcom, it might not feel as much. I hear what you're saying. Feel like as much. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the moment you've all been waiting for, maybe. Well, first, I'm skipping what I think. You think I'd be talking about Ryan and Jess. I'm not. They smash. Good for them. She's going to make a big declaration of love, and they're off. But Nick confides in Tran. If only there were a female Tran. And then here come, here comes Tran's granddaughter. How do you like that? Love it. Keith. Now, we don't. We only see her for a second. I thought, like, ooh, he's <laughs> going to date her. 
I thought he's going to date her, and then she just disappears. Are we ever going to see trans granddaughter again? Well, we see her getting, giving her number to Nick. I didn't notice it. Yeah, there's an episode. That's when they shut Tran in the elevator by accident. She's like, here's my number. Oh, so we've met her before. I didn't realize we've met her before. No, no, we didn't. But in there's a scene in this episode. So she he opens the door and she says like, "Oh, you're the guy obsessed with my grandfather." And then Tran has that great smile. Mm-hmm. And then there's a scene they cut to where Tran's in the elevator and she's giving her number to Nick and says, "Here's oh, so my number." Next episode. And the elevator door closes and Tran's just like lets it close in the elevator. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm gonna ask you about all of them. So let's wait and get to the end here. So then Pepper and Coach. Pepper has to take a dive in an arm wrestle to soothe uh, Coach's bruised masculinity. They mm. make out, but then are just doing push-ups. Unclear where that goes. Mm-hmm. And Schmidt we hate to be their CC, downstairs neighbors. They're just doing push-ups truly, on the bed. Uh, or any of their neighbors. The, the sharing a wall neighbors, all That's of them. That's true. Um, Schmidt and CC end up just the two of them. Je- uh, Jeff does show up, but CC scares him away. And uh, Lucy had to go because she's anti-Semitic. Laura wants to know. So Schmidt won't sleep with Lucy because she's a bit of an anti-Semite, but did sleep with Nadia, who at one point called Schmidt a Jew person in couch mm-hmm. after CC yelled at her to use American it's a, manners. It's a good, it's a good callback. So I, I think it's like because she was Russian and maybe had never met a Jewish person before. It was like considered a little more benign versus, I mean, what does she say to him here? You're kind of sexy for a Jew. Yeah. If somebody said that to you in a bar, what percent of you is mad? Like mad or immediately disinterested? Like uh, what, what are your feelings if somebody jokingly says like, hey, you're sexy for a Jew? Usually douchebags are better looking. I'm surprised. Like, you know, like I just nag yeah. back and get out of there. Right, right. But there is a compliment there. Like, I, I'm surprised Schmidt didn't take it a little bit, but he's out on her. I do like the double take. I mean, you can't ask me this in the current environment. You know, it's like it's, it's I, I've said this before. Anti-Semitism, real anti-Semitism and real homophobia and real like all of it is like ruins good jokes. So like if you are really like. A funny but anti-Semitic joke that we could all share with a good laugh among friends is ruined by the fact that people really do hate us. Mm-hmm. So, like, if somebody makes a funny anti-Semitic joke to me at a bar, I've got a duty to tell them to F off because people are really killing people. Mm-hmm. So you're ruining it for the rest of us, everyone. Yeah. Frustrating. <laughs> it's almost, yeah, no, no, no you're right. Not People not think cancel thing. culture is rooting comedy, but it's really racism, anti-Semitism, xenophobia, homophobia, etc. Mm-hmm. How about that? No, amen, um, sister. That's my official take. Um, but all right, so Cece, though, this is, like, really key. Cece is like, I'm glad Jeff never showed up because we should really be with who we care about. And by the way, you're on my never list, too. This is really we. And then, and then Cece pushing a hot man out of the apartment. Is Cece falling back under Schmidt's set? Uh, spell. I feel like we've been moving them closer and closer bit by bit, but I don't know. It does seem like they've had some good moments recently. The doctor thing, the 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 reduction. It's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> doctor reduction. Doctor reduction. That's a good name. That for, could be uh, TV. Yeah. Plastic <laughs> surgery. 
That could be that could air after our twelve year old twelve year old mole and a, a guy named what about uh, he's Doogie Hauser, but he's like a horny little kid who's a plastic surgeon. No, no, no more children in horny situations, Akiva. I can't believe I had to say that sentence. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, all right. Also, did you say twelve year old Moo? No, he's a twelve year old uh Doogie Hauser. No, no. First, you called our 12-year-old matchmaker a 12-year-old Moa. Uh, I don't think All I right, let's that. get to the guide. Mm-hmm. Producer Kelly says, which new couple had the best moment in this episode? But I also want to know from you which new couple is sticking around. Winston and Pearl overcoming Winston's weird childhood trauma. Coach and Pepper when Pepper let him win at arm wrestling. Coach kisses her and says, thank you for letting me win. Nick and Trans, granddaughter, meet cute. Um, but who who's... Which moments did you like? And then also, let's go through who we think is coming back. Let's do it this way. Winston and Pearl. We seeing them again together? I think we are. I don't believe we see an end to their relationship. That's always my rule, right? You don't see an end, we see them again. The Seinfeld. Coach and Pepper, we see them again? Yes. Uh, Nick and Tran's granddaughter. I guess. I forgot that there's a second scene where we see them, so yeah. All right, and then, including Ryan and Jess, which couple of these four couples do you think is going to last the longest? I don't think any of them last more than, like, one episode. Who's I'll last say the bodybuilder. Okay. Um, Kiwi, who won the episode, or do you want to hear from producer Kelly? Um... I'd say let's hear let's see PK first while I think about it because this is this is maybe the hardest one I could ever remember. Kelly says, "Cece, she has the range. Great friend to dress, supporting her being into Thanksgiving and Ryan. Even when Ryan comes in and she has the that's the guy my friend is in two faced, which is true and amazing. Amazing energy with the Schmidt and Jeff situation and gives Nick stellar advice, which she immediately turns around, steals, and gives to Jess. All right, she makes an my... airtight case. Yeah, it is a good case. I was actually thinking about Jess." Because she gets with Ryan, that seems like it's a relationship. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna zag. I'm gonna say Nick. That's it. Because to me, I feel like all these people are gonna be out of the picture in a day. But Tran is forever. Like this was a beautiful thing, celebrating Thanksgiving with Tran, who had forty beers. To me, how does he say? I thought you switched to white wine while he's sitting there drinking more beers in front of his face. Makes no sense. That's another thing, right? I mean, that is what drinking with your friends is like. Like, you lose yeah. track of them, and you're like, oh, right, my God, right. you said you were stopping or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, wait, what in front of your face. But like, yeah. So, and he doesn't speak, so it's not like you're tracking him, like, being less coherent. Um, Yeah. I, to me, it, it, Nick and Tran, it's a beautiful friendship. I, I have Nick winning. I think CeCe's in contention. I think Nick's in contention. You also made a great case. I think I can't give it to Jess because she's jeopardizing her career, even though I'm rooting for them. Uh. I was almost going to give it to Coach because I thought he was really funny in the beginning. I liked his, like, British impressions. I actually clipped them and sent them to an actual British person, so that was helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I uh, – did I tell you my new thing is I'm trying to make Lash Theory work for me? You're trying to make Lash Theory? Have I told theory. you this? No, I mean, you, I mean, you've been making Lash Theory work for a while, which is dating less attractive men. Yeah, that, no, but I'm trying to make it work for me. How does that work? 
dating a more attractive international person. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Do you have someone in mind, or you're just that's. Your I, goal. I don't have any concrete lead yet, but I'll get back. Okay. I'm like I'm I'm focused on making this work for me. That's very smart. Do you have a country? Yeah, in I've mind? I've seen the data. Why am I not using it to my advantage? That's a good point. Do you have the, Do you have a country in mind, or is every country on the table? Why limit myself? Every country is on the table. I, I'm every country ease, works in last theory. It's just not a, a non-American. I mean, I haven't really. Maybe this is how I figure it out at a granular level, country by country. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anyway, <laughs> um, I, I was maybe going to give it to coach, but I didn't think like the stuff with him and pepper doesn't really hold up. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really down to, and I, I said, I can't give it to Jess already. You gave it to Nick. I think Schmidt really does win the episode because bang is giving is a huge success. However, mm-hmm. you know, I can't really give him the win because uh, I don't support what he's doing with Nick, the girl that Nick has slept with before. Cece, I can't ultimately give it to her because I think pushing a hot, eligible, interested guy away for someone who cheated on you is like, and not just cheated on you, but in such a horrible lying fashion. I'm not really mm-hmm. ready to let her win for that yet, but I think Kelly made a good case. So all of this hullabaloo to say I'm between Nick, I guess I'm just down to Nick. Nick, I agree. <laughs> Can't be Winston. The okay. lunch lady thing doesn't work. Team. By process of elimination. All right, you don't want to put in Ryan yet? No, let's do it next week. I, I don't have enough of an opinion. I want, I want, I want next. They're not dating yet. Next week, I'll do it. Oh, they're dating. They end this episode going for the gusto. It's not but dating. I agree. I agree because it's hard because, like, how do we compare like the honeymoon will they won't they story of Ryan with where we know like Nick and Sam like ended, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's tough. I put him right now. He's like, it's, is he above Nick or is he right below Nick? Cause I like him better than Sam. Okay. And that's why I have my yeah. top three are Nick, Sam and Russell. All right. I, let's not, let's not, that's unofficial. Next week we'll put it in. <laughs> All right, Keith. Uh, you know, if people like it, let us know on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever. Uh, Anchor.fm slash new girl old guy. Subscribe. Uh, Kiwi's doing 32 fans. Renap, you know it. You'll love it. Check it out mm-hmm. there. Follow him at Keeve26. Follow me at Lash Tweets. Check out the Challenger Hop Up. Rob is website.com for all of our RHAP related projects. Keeve will be back next week. I'm skipping all of the stuff. Let's just, we've already been on here a long time. Fair Season enough. four, episode ten, girl fight. Cece and Jess. Womano a womano. Cece and Jess gonna have a big rumble next week. We'll find rumble out. In, a new yeah. girl. Rumble. <laughs> Old guy. Thank you. My pipe and my dog, my pipe and my dog, my pipe and my dog.